0: Welcome back to the Out of Towns podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Simon. And I think we'll start with a quick update on a couple of rubbish bits of news this yeah. week. Uh, a couple of tragic stories. Emiliano's body was recovered from the wreckage. It was. Early this week. Now it's a tragic story and, and I know it seems like empty words for us on a footy podcast. But I'm sure I speak for you as well, Simon, where I say we hope that it gives some type of closure to Emiliano's family. I mean, you yeah. can't ever
1: put yourself in that position. No, crazy, you can't. But, uh, the fact that he's at, he's been found, I'm sure... Um, you can't say even remotely makes There aren't words, are, are they? They, there? There aren't it, words. It, it, um,
0: it just stops them wondering. Like going back go home, yeah, I think, is yeah, the main yeah, thing there, He's going it? back to Argentina, um, I heard on the radio, which is good for his family, uh, for for them to have that really. Yeah. Uh, and it's also worth noting that um Dave Abitson the pilot, their family must be going through hell at the moment. Yeah. Um and I and we just hope that they find the answers that would help their grieving process. Yeah, definitely. And then from one tragedy to another, we would also like to offer our thoughts and prayers to the families of the youth players uh, of Flamengo who tragically passed away this week in that grim yeah, it was, grim fire. Yeah. There's no, um, words either, no either. it's just we've got to we've got to talk about it we've got to i mean like yeah. I said, it seems like empty words, but it, it's the right it's thing got it, to empty, isn't it? it? yeah it's it's the right thing to do um so we'll start in earnest we'll start with a week in football as we always do absolutely. Uh, and the games, I say, in the middle of the week, one started on Monday, didn't it? And it was my team. It did, um, yeah. which prompted a lot of debate uh, whether Liverpool are bottling the league. I'm sick of this debate. It's rubbish, isn't it? It's so boring. It you're a game. So
1: the city are a game in hand. I, I, I don't understand this theory of of they've now picked ahead. The, well, we've they're got. A, they're we've, a game ahead. They're a game in we, hand. We've oh. mentioned
0: we've mentioned this to. Our, we've got we've mentioned him a couple of times. We've got a good friend who's a big City fan, haven't we, we Danny? Do. Um, and he's not really mentioned a great deal. That he's been very quiet on the group chat this week. I've, 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 I've sent the bait out there, and he's not taken the bait. It's, <laughs> he's a lot of the ex players, a lot of pundits seem to have either switched or come out of the woodwork and have decided that City have got his sewn up now.
1: Well, Whereas is, it was a
0: couple of months ago, Liverpool had it sewn for up. For a
1: pundit betting on City is only inflating their own stock, isn't it? In the grand scheme of things. So it's an easy thing to do, isn't it? I
0: think the reason it was news, the West Ham game, was because it was a second draw on the bounce where we went 1-0 ahead and we dropped points. I think that was the noteworthy thing. Uh, Yeah, questions have to be asked how you went 1-0 ahead. Well, yes, (laughs) James Milner was almost... um, He was so far offside. He was was so far offside, he was almost in the stands behind the goal. Um, If you look at the linesman's... View. He's not even looking at the line. He's looking at Lalana, who, to be fair to him, put on some amazing footwork to take out yeah, three yeah. players out of the game. But I mean, that's not his job as a Lionsman assistant referee, sorry, not linesman, assistant referee. Um, it was horrific. We're a that we've got to be we serious. To pull, yeah, we have to be correct yes, with the terminology. Um, it, it was Miles offside. VAR would have definitely given that as an offside. However, you could argue that VAR would have chalked off West Ham's equalizer as well. Yeah, so it was a that. clear foul from Noble yeah. on Cater in the in the build up. So I, I watched the game um I had to give up my ticket to my brother's friend because uh, little boy on and off Pauling. Mm-hmm. But I watched the game uh, on telly. A draw wasn't unfair. If Regio would have scored that at the end one it would have been wrong because he was miles offside again. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't deserve the win, much like we didn't deserve the win against Leicester. And people are talking about is the pressure getting to Liverpool? I don't think it is. I think it's just I think it's a combination of injuries in different positions of the pitch affecting us. Now, I heard Pep say, well, we've played almost two years without a left back. That's fine.
1: Buy a left back?
0: You know, we'll buy another left back. Or oh, they've had Delft there, they've had Laporta there. Yes, injuries are part of a game, but you, that doesn't mean you don't discuss them. If they're part of the game, they're part of the game. They deserve the coverage. And when you have Trent Alexander-Arnold, your first choice right-back injured, when you have Joe Gomez, who can play centre-back or full-back anywhere injured, that's an issue. And that brings me on to the fact that Jürgen let Nathaniel Klein go. And I've been I've been seeing loads of people say, saying on Twitter and Facebook that, oh, wow, uh, now we've dropped a few points, Nathaniel Klein has transformed into some modern-day kafu. He's that good, apparently. Well, no, he's not that good. But his sheer presence at right-back would have meant that the likes of Milner could have played in midfield. It would have given far more balance to the side. And However, our fans want to gloss over the fact that, yeah, Nathaniel Klein's not a world-class defender, but they can gloss over the fact that he would make a difference in this team with Trent being out. He may, We may not have won those games. We may have drawn. But it was a mistake from Jurgen. And... You are no less a fan to call Jurgen out on mistakes. I love him, I wouldn't have any other manager, but he's made a mistake letting Klein go. Yes, Klein has to go. But all Klopp has to say is, We haven't got the resources, you can't at the moment.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. He needed to be a little bit um strong with that, but I, Klein's obviously has to go and I think Jurgen's big thing about his team is that if players are prepared to battle for him, yeah. He'll have you. It's a good if point. You, if you're not yeah. prepared, he doesn't want anything to do because it. It and just while you were talking that, I've just gone back and looked at this stage last year mm. in the table. You were third on fifty-one points. Yeah. Whereas this season you're on sixty-two points. Oh, it's massive progression. So you can't no really say you're bottling it because uh, you, you're eleven points to the good in one season. Well, we've we've impressed and we've uh, we've progressed as
0: well. The issue, people bringing to the fore with this whole bottling thing is that we were so far ahead at one point we were 7 points 10 yeah. points and that has been whittled down but who did you side in the summer? We, Allison, new goalkeeper yeah uh, Nabi came yeah. Fabinho came Shaq
1: came yeah I, I was going to make a point that about money but City didn't spend really in this spent sixty million on a squad player who's star who's Actually, got I think two minutes of two football. minutes of Premier League football in twenty nineteen.
0: A former PFA player of the year. A former African football of the year.
1: I tell you what, let's just let me just finish I, off the section with a because I've just got a couple of things and I th- I know you have. Yeah. Um in terms of you said earlier on it was a very even game. Mm. I mean I I didn't watch the game I'll be honest. Um but 13 shots to West Ham 11 to Liverpool. The big one is a 73% possession and we were talking off uh, Mike when we were saying how football has changed.
0: Yeah, I've said it on... Quickly, reality. really.
1: I've, I've said it on previous
0: episodes. I've always said that football is cyclical. In every nature, you have teams that dominate for a little bit and go away and come back. You have nations that dominate. Remember Spain's domination. Styles Newcastle are a cyclical team. <laughs> Styles of play is cyclical as well and... Way back, well, I say way back when, when Barcelona were dominating everything. I know mm. there's still quality at the moment, but when they were dominating everything with Pep in charge, tiki Tackle was the way. Uh, he did it at Bayern as well. Now it's more of a high press and a counter attack, um, and that's a little bit different, difficult when both West Ham and and Liverpool try and play that way. So what try what happened then was West Ham sat deep at times and tried to spring us on the counter and did it did it really well, um, which is why especially, especially with
1: Anderson. Um, going forward, well, Anderson's 40. really
0: come into his own. Um, I think really I think talking him. about
1: that pressing. I think that's probably why Jurgen and Klein that situation happened because Maybe. if Klein wasn't 100 percent happy, he's not gonna he's not gonna play the game Maybe that Jurgen wants. But
0: not long before he left for Bournemouth, he started his first league game in however long against Manchester United at home and did a really good job. He did do it. He did it. Yeah. And if we're talking about players not pulling their weight, Klein's um, never come out publicly and said that he's not happy with his, his stock at the club he's obviously told Jürgen that he wanted yeah, to go definitely. a player that has come out and whinged re- like over the last month or so about his position at the club is Alberto Moreno and I said to you at the time that I've respected him a lot before that because even though he'd lost his place to Robbo he'd never really come out and he's whinged about I don't think you can call Moreno a footballer yeah. Yeah,
1: maybe not <laughs> uh, well yeah, I love those lines you can't really <laughs> say that Moreno lost his position because really he was stealing it to begin oh, with.
0: But he seems to be really liked around the club. And I like those kind of players who don't kick up a fuss. And a kind of, you know, the glue in the squad. They have a laugh with a lot of the different groups course, in the yeah. squad. And he seemed to be that player. And then he comes out and has a pop at Jürgen, says he's not happy. And I lost a lot of respect for him. And that's the kind of player you say, right, go. Klein has never come out publicly. Yeah, he's obviously said he wanted to leave. But then you say no we're going for a title, we're going for a league title, we need cover, what's happened in my eyes, is that Gomez's injury at the time, didn't seem as bad as it was, no. and Klopp thought he had covering Gomez, to come back at fullback. and obviously yeah. he's needed surgery again, and that's what's kind of stuffed of us, and it's, I wouldn't say we're bottling it, I'm just getting very annoyed, with my set of fans at times, telling us how to support, we're being told not to be annoyed, at the dropping of points, we're being told to support the team, well I support the team, I'll be at Anfield today, screaming my heart. We'll get there an hour early, like we normally do. And we'll be chanting our hearts out, trying to get those three points. Because every game in the Premier League isn't an easy game. What I don't need telling is, how dare you criticise the players? How dare you criticise the manager? They're up on that pedestal. We're supporters. We're allowed an opinion. I'm allowed an opinion to say it's a missed opportunity. I don't think we're bottling it, but it's a
1: missed opportunity massively. Um, but that's that's why I love football. Yeah, uh, I, I hate it in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've mentioned a few as to why, but um, you every season you seem to get these little sort of fairy tale mm. kind of stories start to begin, and you don't know till the end of the season no. whether it's going to last. You know, no. City could now beast it. You could drop some points. Yeah. They could be six points ahead exactly. in a few. You know, uh,
0: you don't you don't know what's going to happen, and that's <laughs> the great thing about um, football. It's it's unpredictable but we'll move on to something that was very predictable and that was Manchester City winning 2-0 at Groson
1: <laughs> uh, Park. it at work uh, there's a few there's a, there's a Everton supporter one in particular and um, there's a few United supporters and Liverpool mm. supporters we were all talking this early this week before the game yeah. about what Everton were going to do and I, I've been on social media and stuff and I've got I've got no feeling towards Everton don't they, they just don't bother me I don't care about them it, which is, you know, it's to, better than to hate them, but they're an odd set of fans, aren't they? They seem no, to not be. The, not the majority. Again, we talk all the time how there's a small pocket in every club of fans. We do. They, I'm going to say, I'm just it. There are, there are a strange. Set my of my fans. bias is going to come through, so, and I'm going to say a We're majority. Not a, <laughs> a
0: majority. Uh, yeah, they are an odd set of fans. Uh, a fan, a set of fans that I'm well versed with dealing with. Um, now, if any. There was only one Everton fan, there was one Everton fan that I heard say, and I've spoken to a few this week, whether it be on social media or face-to-face or over the phone, Uh, there was one Everton fan who came out and said that he wanted Everton to win the game, and it was Tony Bellew, former champion of the world boxer, Um, and he came out and said he wants Everton to beat City and then he wants Everton to beat Liverpool, because obviously before the game, they had City yeah. and Liverpool to play at Goodison, and that way, it doesn't have any effect on the title race, because it means they both dropped, and I thought that was quite a refreshing way of looking at it,
1: it was. however,
0: that was a minority way of looking at it, the amount of mock-up badges I've seen, between the City and Everton, by it, it's almost like the half and half scarf, which should go the way of the dodo bird, that the <laughs> half and half scarf, is that's for another debate, what? but,
1: Sailors can't oh, eat them because they're easy target oh, It's just they should just go. I hate half an guys scars. Yeah, let's just talk about the game really quickly because uh, as as uh, it was predictable. As expected, it was predictable. You know, six to one percent possession, which I probably would have said with the way Everton they're going. That's probably quite yeah. a low, man. But the City have fifteen to four shots. Yeah, it was. Um, Everton had a couple of decent chances in the second half. Laporte, I think, has got four goals this season, all yeah. from his head. He's he's been which, City's. City's best yeah. defender by I, I looked up uh, Everton can see the most this season from set pieces yeah
0: um, this, considering how they had Big Sam who's an expert at that kind of thing yeah. last year it shows a complete turnaround uh, under I Silver. mean if you're an Everton fan I...
1: <laughs> life would be depressing <laughs> yeah, sorry I, sorry we're not biased <laughs> no but as an Everton fan you... what was it last season they brought in Marco. After what was it, six months? No, of trying to get him. Well, Marco came at the start of the season, and
0: they sacked Sam after last year. Once the season, yeah, yeah, finished, they, yeah, yeah. Uh, even but though they finished eighth, after they wanted to go
1: before Sam, didn't they? Yeah, they did. The they whole did. Watford thing. Yeah, but on, But we can talk about that later. It's finally here, yeah, and we're now. Well, they are already talking. They're five months into the season, is it now?
0: Yeah, like, and, or, and, yeah, and their fans are already talking about wanting him gone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, it's, but it's, it's not surprising
1: because you look at the team, the money, the, the team, and the money. Alan stands.
0: Stubbs was speaking yesterday and, he, and he's not happy with the way the team are playing under Silver. But he says that part of the problem at Everton is the chopping and changing of managers. Obviously, Martinez, uh, Kurman, um Sam. All very different philosophies. Sam and then uh, Marco back. Yeah. It's not just chopping and changing the manager, like you said, it's chopping and changing the philosophies
1: and way of play. So or when you've got young lads in that squad as well, you like, look at yeah. like Carlson, not very old. When you've got like managers, and Davis as exactly, well. you've got managers with different philosophies and things like that. You know, when you're that young, you're not experienced, and, and you know you're relatively new to the Premier League and all that. They need they need it's, time. They, as uh, as trying to be as unbiased as possible,
0: they need time. They probably need to stick with Silver. Um, I'm enjoying their slumping form. I didn't particularly enjoy the two now. I was hoping. They actually played some all right stuff in the second half, in particular. And they had a few. At one 0 they had a good couple of chances um, to equalise through Richardson. Um, if Walcott hadn't have been taken off so, so soon soon, um, there was one break where you thought his pace would have got onto the ball, but unfortunately, Tolson, who seems to be like one of the biggest wastes of money,
1: in well, Big Sam came out when he was he, him like City twenty or at, thirty million. It was 20, I think it was twenty five million. Because I'm sure Sam I'm said absolutely. he was the best best value well, at 25 million in Europe or something he's been atrocious from what I've seen he just seems like a, a poor man's
0: Ronald Lukaku I mean, when, when you
1: go shopping for a striker you don't go to Turkey do you? no you this? don't
0: if you got 25 million I mean you could, at that time they had a bit more money than 25
1: million you, you, you are on there's some sort of those young strikers in Spain like Santimena and, and mm. you, uh, I bet you could even get Rodrigo in Rodrigo? they've, they, they've, the been, first, down, they've it.
0: been down that road before didn't they though um, buying the lad from was it Celta Vigo? No, Celta Vigo. Um, who they loaned back the uh, the Spanish lad? They had him for his season, and he's he's gone yeah, again. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll get the name up later. Uh, but they've gone down that road. They're they're missing a striker, Everton. Uh, and just to finish this bit off, it was it was a predictable result. We knew it was going to happen. Uh, City top now uh, on goal difference, having played a game more than Liverpool yeah, you, were, you mean Sandro don't you yeah
1: Sandro right, exactly
0: yeah. so they've been down that road yeah
1: and I mean just to end this um, City top first time since 15th of December yeah that's,
0: so. hopefully that'll change today uh, Liverpool need a point to go top against Bournemouth on the same amount of games played after today uh, City will have played a game more at the end of each game week for the next couple of weeks because uh, the midweek game against Everton um we've played then they've got a league cup final soon yeah, yeah. haven't they so until they play the league 100%. cup final they won't be parity on goals there were a couple more notable games weren't they to yeah. finish off a week in football what
1: well, i've written down i know you've got another one um it's, that came from was it last night last uh, night
0: yeah i mean from the championship
1: yeah i mean I, I i don't i think you've just seen it this morning but i was sort of read it on twitter and, yeah um, i could not believe it. It, it it it's interesting because I'd, I'd read just before the game, obviously, you know, everything's out there, but just before the game about Billy Sharp, and I'm going to try and find the stats that I read uh, about him. But he's prolific, isn't he? He is.
0: Uh, I remember him scoring quite a few goals at Doncaster. One of my friends at university, a good few years ago now, was a big Doncaster Overs fan uh, and loved the lad. Uh, he just seems to have scored goals wherever he's been. Um, but when I saw I saw the score, I thought, wow. And then I saw the timings of the goals, read the match report. I mean, that, that is a game that I wish I'd watched. Yeah, uh, I've got the stats I mean,
1: here the, from uh, Bet365. Yeah, uh, Most goals in the championship the championship this season with 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more than Tammy, I think. Right. Uh, most goals in English Football League this season. Anyway, so most goals in English League Football this century. Wow. And most perfect English goal scorer in his generation.
0: I mean, uh, that's incredible. That is extreme. I mean, it doesn't matter what level he's at. He's, he's, scoring, oh, goals you, like, he's you, scoring goals wherever. He's scoring goals. It's mean, that old adage,
1: isn't it? About you. You can only like play to win you, yeah or play, but you can only score against who's who you. Exactly. Um, um, and he's done it, amazingly. And it, it, you know, it, it keeps championship interesting. I know it
0: does. I was, top, but that, that was a big for me looking at it. That would have been a massive uh, disappointment for Sheffield United because
1: Aston Villa this season. I don't been, know. It would have been. I agree. It would have been. But I think with with the form of the Le- leads in particular over the last few weeks mm. um which you know is it anything to do with the uh the stopping of the spies no <laughs> but, uh, i'm not, not going to go into that again but um, yeah it's very open it's it very is
0: open. i think being three nil up with eight minutes to go against a team who have been atrocious defensively mm. in villa this year you i mean even the most pessimistic of fans would expect to see that game out on eighty-two minute, on eighty-one minutes, sorry, before making scores to make it three-one. So I yeah. mean, that in a Sheffield United fan, I could be wrong. If anyone disagrees, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook. Um, but I can't imagine many Sheffield United looking at that game um, and not thinking that's a case of two points dropped.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, yeah. uh, Villa currently in eighth, Sheffield United. Third, but by five points. So they can be they can be caught in third as well, can't they? I think West Brom have got two games in hand. On oh yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah. I'm just looking at uh, table. Now, actually, yeah. the table. Actually, the four teams below them yeah. uh, have can all two games in hand. And, well, I know West Brom can go above them. If but obviously games in, go into third. But, uh, well, games in match. hand aren't
0: points on the board, are they? And that's why not. I said. That's why yeah. I said with regards to our game this week. Yes, we have a game in hand, but it's not a point on the board, um, or three points on the board. So. Being the championship, it, it it comes around like this every year, doesn't it? It's apart from last year when, not when wolves, not when, uh, not when Newcastle, Newcastle <laughs> or wolves, or wolves, wolves, yeah, yeah. Um, more often than not, you don't have that many runaway teams like last season or when Newcastle. It's usually quite competitive, and even when there is a runaway team like wolves, there's usually a massive battle for the playoff places. yeah. yeah it's yeah. a very entertaining league. I think the quality. I think the money in the Premier League. I mean, you look at some of the championship teams now; massively rich.
1: Oh wow! So it's obviously filtered down that way. But the thing is, you, think you look at Cardiff and Fulham, who didn't have, uh, Then again, Fulham did go out and spend hundred
0: million. Yeah. First promoted team uh, to spend over hundred million, and they're struggling. You have to spend I mean, it wisely you can say that again. Yeah, well, you have to spend it wisely. But it's it's a fantastic league, um, fantastic competitive league. I think you wouldn't be exaggerating to say it's probably the strongest second tier division in world football
1: oh like, yeah I can't yeah. imagine any you like, semi German, B Premier G- yeah, League B yeah. um, uh, L-
0: La- last second yeah. um, none of those would ha- hold a candle to any of those championship clubs so I mean it's it's great for the fans down there um, there's one more game that I wanted to briefly mention I say briefly but it's it's a fantastic achievement it involves the championship club as well chasing yeah, promotion uh, Newport County knocked middlesbrough out of the fa cup and this alludes back to one of your very first points on episode one or two mm. about the magic of the cup yeah newport i mean actually middlesbrough were lucky to get a replay against newport yeah, scoring yeah. scoring late to get the equaliser was, they got the replay uh, and newport won relatively comfortably two nil the only caveat to that is that tony mowbray clearly stated before the game that middlesbrough's priority was promotion which which alludes yeah. to the fact that they didn't put out a hugely strong side, but that shouldn't take away from Newport's achievement Absolutely and no. their award is a game against Manchester City, the champions of England. So it's fantastic for Newport. Fantastic. Which
1: after the uh, the demolition of, of, Burton. of Burton. I'm sure they are savouring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it'll be it'll be a good occasion I don't, for them. I mean what round will it be? Will it be round far? Yeah, we're so there is no replays, so no replays, you know it's. No. I, don't, I don't think City are going to need that. No, they're not. No. Um, yeah, so let's get into the news from this week. Yeah, yeah we've done the um, the games. Done the games. It's yeah. It's gonna be. A, we'll start with quite a heavy Manchester United segment because. Mm, uh, a, first, I'll I'll <laughs> say a comment from um, from the manager who says that he believes that United are too years away from winning the title now he didn't mention under who (laughs) yeah Uh, so i can only imagine he's trying he's basically going it's me it's me so hoping i I mean there've
0: been a few there've been a few hints and there have been uh, new contracts awarded under his watch now
1: if we if we if if they beat psg all he's gonna get a job i mean
0: football doesn't work that way i'm sorry um jobs aren't decided i know people would say journalism does oh yeah it does uh, jobs aren't decided on one game here and there he's not if but he's, he's gonna get the one job game. no no i know but he what i'm saying is point. yeah but what i'm saying is if they lost against psg that that doesn't mean what he's done over the last however many games is any less well, is
1: prevalent it, he's not lost in nine is it? exactly so even if he lost to psg and, which and they may not as an award for that uh he's got himself he's bagged himself manager of the month
0: yeah and um rashford has got player of the month which you can't well. argue with really if you've, you've you seen some, some of his
1: finishes his, his performance well, is, four goals something like that I, I, that's a number I'm just plucking out of the Ollie's, air Oli's he's unleashed him um, he's unleashed a lot of players actually because um, I've r- written down as well uh, not to go too far into the notes but Pogba's been involved in 11 goals in 8 games
0: yeah you can't doubt his his in form I still struggle with people saying he should be in the there was a big debate midweek about PFA player of the year and there were talks about Pogba being in the reckoning for that, and I, I just I struggle with form. that. Current
1: best, form, best midfielder in the Premier League. Yeah, but that's current in form. current form.
0: Yeah. PFA players of the year... Have to have played for the year. Have to have played for the year, <laughs> and he didn't play for four to five months, yeah. so I struggle giving it to him. En- mean, yeah, but we do it like your boss. <laughs> for example, um, the favourite for it at the moment is Virgil van Dijk. Now, if we ended up being rubbish, rubbish from now until May then Virgil won't get it because he's only played for a certain amount of the season and he won't have played for three months. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah, He'll he yeah, have yeah. played poorly for three months much like Pogba played poorly for five. A PFA players of the year have to play for the whole year. That's why the two players up for it last year, De Bruyne and Salah, it was so hard to choose between the two of them because they were incredible throughout
1: that year. Yeah,
0: of course. Pogba, for me, Pogba shouldn't even be in the reckoning. Yeah, he can win players of the month like Rashford has done. He can win plaudits for performances to not turn up for five months, he can't be in the reckoning no. for a fair player of the year. For me I, can't.
1: again, you know, I, we've made it very clear about our, our beliefs on United. Our allegiances, yeah. In terms of football, um that that pass over the top to Rashford. For the Spurs game. Oh. Yeah, it was incredible, and a great, great finish. And, and, and yeah, that that's the point. under Jose, Rashford's overthinking that, he's got he's got the managers in his ear. Um and he knows he's going to fluff it, mm. but or he's going to get in trouble for missing yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, and that's the point under under um, Ollie. There's um, no fear. Ollie's uh... a striker. He's only he's going to be telling those mm. forward lads, you know, go go just go play. It's,
0: it's no fear. He's you he, he can tell that with the the way United played before and after. they were worried about making mistakes on the Mourinho, so they played within themselves. Now ollie's given them a bit more freedom. Whether that's enough for him to be actual however much I hate to say it they're a huge club and whether him doing well for a few months and making everyone smile for a few months is enough to bag him one of the biggest jobs in world football I'm still not sure I've spoken to my brother obviously another big Liverpool fan and we'd quite like Oli to get the job from a Liverpool perspective yes, because certainly. you have no idea I mean he reacted very poorly to adversity at Cardiff and he's likely to do the same at United
1: um, just as last bit of news from United uh started off with huge news. Really, they had great news. Of, they were buzzing, weren't they, with this yeah, bit? Yeah, because under, I, he was on his
0: way out. So, Martial has signed a new long-term contract. He was linked with moves to PSG amongst uh, amongst other teams. He was linked to Barca. He's, he's the one player over the last couple of years, even when United haven't been playing at their fluid attacking best, he's the one player that I always worry about yes so quick he's got such great potential he doesn't always play well against us obviously scored uh, that fantastic goal against us on his debut a few years ago but i've always worried about him when he's in the starting lineup so it's a great bit of news for united fans um but that that euphoria tapered off slightly
1: didn't it it did was it yesterday Uh, it was yesterday saturday Um, friday it was i i I was (laughs) i was i think i was was it was at work i was at home i wanted to um and I, I just sort of I went past it and then was like I know what and scrolled back a bit and I yeah. was like what so, and it's not that he signed a new contract surprises me Phil he Jones
0: yeah so Phil Jones has signed a new four and a half year deal with an option to an extra year so essentially he signed a five and a half year contract which I find baffling as a, as a rival supporter I don't rate him at all I did at the time that United signed because he looked fantastic at Blackburn as a young centre back um, and we were actually in competition with Blackburn at the time, uh, Is with, it, with United. For us, he's a local boy. Uh, How you to school? Yeah, he went to school. Like, he was born five, in Chorley, wasn't yeah, it? he? he five minutes around right the corner. Local boy. Um, Liverpool and United were in direct competition to sign him from Blackburn. Uh, and United ended up getting him. And at that and time, he looked... He, was, he I, did. He, 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 he looked good to yeah. the point that Sir Alex Ferguson mentioned... His, uh, Phil Jones' name in the same breath as Duncan Edwards he said he had yeah, the potential yeah. to be as good and for me that's blasphemous It's. I mean he's not one of my club's legends but obviously he's a United legend and I hear stories uh, from my granddad uh, and, and other older fans about how good Edwards was and how he how good he could yeah. have been if, if the air disaster hadn't tragically well, taken the question has, the question has to
1: be asked what happened? Yeah, well, who, who dropped the ball? with Phil Jones yeah, yeah.
0: And, um, it could be a he's had bad injuries now Stuart Pearce mentioned that he doesn't understand the length of contract because last season he seems to play an average of about 20 games a season in the league because of injury because of injury um, which mistakes. is bizarre which, yeah, which is why giving him a five and a half year deal is, is strange four and a half isn't it it was four and a half with an option so usually Jeez. when those, those are signed those options are exercised if he plays a certain amount of games um so a five and a half year deal in essence is a long time to sign down someone because if they're going for another manager at the end of the summer, he might not want Jones. So this would suggest that Solskjaer is in poor position for the job. Because if a new manager comes in,
1: the chances are he's gonna want his own centre backs. Do you know what's surprising to me? Um oh. just talking about the fact that you know the four and a half to five and a half deal. Uh, how old would you say Jones is? He's twenty six, isn't he? Yeah, he's twi- That is I don't know. That is young. Yeah. Uh, for, to, to be talked of as being, you know, at this stage, not good enough for Man United in terms of that. I mean... Well, he doesn't start every game
0: and he... I heard United fans say that he was the reason that they lost the FA Cup final really? last year and he made that massive mistake gave away well, the penalty. put it this way, him. I mean,
1: the, 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 you, you would have heard that the way Lidlop was talked of last season yeah. at United and it's oh, completely yeah. turned. It's turned round, yeah. I mean, Phil Perception. George just isn't... He, um, Baye actually has has come into his own, I think, mm. recently. You know, there's been less mistakes. He, I think he got was it against us? He got unceremoniously hooked, yeah, pretty yeah. quickly. Um, but yeah, I just, he's just not a great
0: player, is he? No, he's not. I don't, I don't rate him anymore. I did. It's weird for United to sign Marshall. Marshall signing a new contract is fantastic. issue Jones. The amount of United fans who were so angry yesterday that oh. he signed up. This contract, I mean, it can't do much for the lad's confidence. We must say that. Like, if you're playing for a team and the fans are absolutely lambasting that you get to stay there for a little bit longer, yeah, uh, it's not going to do a great deal for his confidence. But he's a squad player, isn't he? If he's happy being a squad player for four to five years, then more power to him. But if he doesn't want to be, if he doesn't want to improve and progress and become like a stalwart of a back four, because he could go to a top eight side and start every week and maybe improve. Because his injuries will have hampered him, but the fact that when he's fit, he's in and out of the side anyway. Because managers don't trust him ahead of buying England.
1: The, How he of get into the top eight side. Now, I I'm, think he could. I think he could. from me, from a Newcastle fan, and like, you know, we typically do have a well-set defense. But <coughs> I, don't, I don't think he'd get in the team ahead. He I mean, wouldn't get in the team ahead of themselves. He wouldn't get in the team ahead of Lejeune or Sh. Do you know uh, not I think? You know what I think? I don't think so, no. because th- because th- there's always a risk there. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's always a bigger risk than any of
0: the players. He's always got a mistake in him. I think he could at twenty six. They still at set because that's not even peak well, like, Center. back What? Like what? Watford, Watford, West Ham, Leicester to a degree. Morgan's not going to go on forever, is he? Yeah, they got Evans. Yeah, that's. I mean, I don't really rate Johnny Evans. I thought the the whole hoopla of him going to Arsenal at the start of the year or last year, I thought it was a bit weird. It was um, a strange one because yeah. It, yeah. But I think top centre backs from short supply, and I'm not saying Phil Jones is a top centre back, but Please he's don't. twenty yeah. Uh, he's
1: twenty six and he has the potential to improve. I'm not he's saying he's not going to. Do you not think? I, I honestly don't. I think he's been he's been around the international setup, he's been around Champions League. Then it's sports. a mental thing,
0: isn't it then? Is he lost there were a couple of United
1: fans talking
0: about this contract is what's this gonna do for his motivation? But he's twenty-six. He's signed up for we're five and a half years. We're
1: talking about a twenty-six-year-old. We're not talking we, no. like, the way we're speaking. We're talking about a thirty-two-year-old no, yeah, yeah. who's lost, who's slightly lost an inch of pace and all that. It's nice. No, he's, he's, he's a young lad who's who's not fulfilled the promise that Sir Alex Ferguson saw in him. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Anyway, I think the last piece of news um, is just about that Millwall situation.
0: Well, racism in general, isn't it? Really, Well, yeah, a, couple yeah, of, it a couple of a couple of noteworthy but they're bits the of they're news. The one too,
1: holding the flag yeah I like flag is Flight, but, yeah
0: so we spoke about this i spoke quite passionately about this last week uh and a bit of update uh, for our listeners is that millwall have closed a section of the den to combat this uh this racist chanting steve kavanagh
1: was on again this I don't, week i don't understand this theory because what are they going to do are they going to gonna close part of the den play a game see what it sounds like and if there's still a bit there. It's They're just reopen that part of the den, but then close the other part. Obviously, of the den. that
0: part of the den is where all the racists are. That's that's obviously the racist area <laughs> of Millwall. It's absolutely bizarre to think that closing one section of the den will stop all the all this this stupid behaviour. Like fans
1: can't move around. That's my point. It's, oh no, they closed the section. I'll just go. I'm, Get a seat over there. I think he's hoping that
0: by lowering the attendance, only what the chants only... will be quiet <laughs> Oh yeah, by lowering by lowering the attendance, the only he's hoping that the only fans in there will be like genuine match going fans. Because the fear he... is though that the genuine match going fans are absolutely... the race yeah, Oh yeah, I mean. I've I've heard lots of Millwall fans, and, and I know we we joke, but that's not the case. It's not. No, it's not. It's, it's genuinely not. Again, we
1: talk every week. It's the it's a, it's a minority. It's club. a loud minority. It's a loud minority. minority. Yeah, um, but I think a, one or two of those clubs. I think they said a lot, but I, I that's not true. One or two of those clubs, especially in the south. You yeah. know I'm not, I'm not trying to do a, a divide here. And this will get bring us on to our yeah, next point. But especially in the south, with a few clubs, there has been issues. I mean, I can't remember. You know, apart from a Uruguayan striker, <laughs> this happening in the north.
0: No, um, and and talking about it happening in the South, we'll we'll have a look at Millwall's fiercest rivals. Millwall's fiercest rivals, West Ham. They hate each other, don't they?
1: They do. Indeed. And there was
0: an incident with West Ham fans at the Liverpool West Ham game early on in the, in the week. Yeah. Uh, West Ham fans were that video was shocking. Were videoed, a West Ham fan was videoed, and it was put up on social media. Of, um, of racially abusing Mo Salah I'm not going to, again, like I didn't quote the chant from the Millwall Everton game I'm not going to quote what they said to to Salah but it was it was disgusting it, yeah. he's taken a corner and he's been racially abused uh, West Ham uh, Pellegrini came out and he said he hopes that the fan responsible is banned and that's the right thing uh, it's a little bit different when it's one fan as opposed to hundreds and hundreds at Millwall but it's still the same problem I don't more, I, racist chanting, yeah. more racist chanting more racist behaviour in the south of this England is, which this isn't the game of football this isn't my English football this is no. not it's bizarre how it's because I'm not having I mean it, it, with it being a social problem it's not just a southern problem I, I said it's that. not at all but it's strange that the main newsworthy stories happening down there the Chelsea's the the North London derbies the yeah. Millwalls the West Hams uh, maybe it's more prevalent Maybe people are more vocal about it down there than the. Maybe Northerners are Northern is
1: just nicer
0: <laughs> and more inclusive. That's your opinion. <laughs> I'm not, I'll sit on the fence. I'll sit on the fence. How, How does it feel? For, well, painful. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's just disgusting to hear that people have these views and that they're happy to air these views in such a public forum. Um, a Liverpool fan from down south was sat in the home end uh, because he can never get to Anfield. Uh, And he was sat in the home and and he heard this whole chant Mm -hmm. going on. And he said that the stewards, he said there were a few stewards around and they heard every word of this racial abuse and they did nothing. And that brings me back to Steve Kavanagh of Millwall. And he mentioned uh, when announcing the closure of, uh, of part of the den that the stewards need to do their jobs. Now he backtracked a little bit. He said, oh, that's not to say they don't do their jobs, but they need to make sure they report racial abuse. And he's right. He's, well, he's right. It's, it's not
1: stopping. It. No, no, it's not. And I'm not. I'm not advocating
0: that they
1: go. <laughs> but I the, the fans out no. because that's going to cause even bigger issues.
0: I stewards are paid a very low wage for the job that they do. Yeah. So if those stewards are paid a low wage to deal with racists and violent people they're going to do anything for a quiet life, anything for a quiet afternoon at the job. Yes. So until you give them, I don't mean an incentive, but until you pay a steward the going rate for someone who has to deal with a racist scumbag, with a violent uh, scumbag who may hit them, who may racially abuse them, until you pay them enough to deal with that rubbish, I wouldn't say they're going to look the other way because that's a conscious decision to support racism, to support violence, but they're not going to put their themselves in harm's way for minimum wage, no, they're not. No, no. Um, and again, I think that's a debate for another time. Obviously, the wages of sports after on football, but close. My point is, it's a disgusting problem, um, and closing part of the stadium is not going to fix Millwall's issue. It's it not. Really it needs. Isn't.
1: It needs to be. You know, and it's not going to happen. But it needs to be the f- fans as well who get involved. You know, if you know who it is, you need to report it. So, but this is a different. This is a for a different time to have this but
0: it's just under 200 seats that will be affected by this closure and it's from where it's where in the ground the chanting was identified from which again comes back to your point of oh well people obviously can't move around the stadium it just seems a lack of common sense doesn't it it really it does I mean but at least he's tried
1: something yeah
0: it's a step uh, I don't know if it's a step in the right direction but it's
1: a step in a direction it's a step in a direction yeah it is I'll tell you what, shall we move straight on to um, what's coming ahead? We shall. Uh, Notable Uh, upcoming
0: games. We'll obviously mention our allegiances. Uh, Liverpool, we've got Bournemouth today. I mentioned earlier that I'll be there.
1: I'm I'm okay about not
0: mentioning (laughs) (laughs) We'll mention yours. We'll mention yours. Uh, But we're at Bournemouth today. We need a point to go top. I'd be very disappointed if we didn't get all three. Well, can I just just throw
1: some voodoo on this? Yeah, Um, I don't like like this. You mentioned this off mic. 33 home games without losing for Liverpool and uh this one's my favorite one uh but have lost seven away on the trot yeah <laughs>
0: you know that makes me nervous because i'm i'm a half i'm a glass half full kind of guy as all my friends get know. out <laughs> um and that's a glass half empty sorry not glass half full uh, i'm very we all do what you meant. <laughs> yeah we did uh it's rec- records in my eyes are meant to be broken and those kind of things make me nervous um I'd be disappointed if we only get one point, but even if we only got one point, we'd be top on point, having played the same amount of games as City. Um, so it's not a big crisis for Liverpool. I'd, just, I'd like to think that we'll recover from this mini blip that we've had against West Ham and Leicester uh, and return to winning ways today at home. Yeah. And, uh, and your team have got... I mean, we, don't, we don't need to. I think we'll talk about it briefly. Wolves away. It's a tough game, isn't it? <laughs> wolves at Molineux. Is a tough, tough game.
1: It is. It is a tough game. Um, Will
0: uh, Miguel Miguel be uh, up he's, for selections?
1: He is. He's uh, work permit has passed. He went to Paris early last week. He missed the Spurs game. He missed the Spurs game, um, but he was tri- the, the showed him training on the social uh, Twitter. Good. The other day, um, get him in there. Need to get him in there. Yeah, we do. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him because I do. I, I like Aiorzi Perez. But um, he needs moving, doesn't he? He needs. He's he's a rest, maybe. I mean, he he does something one every. Yeah, it's, six games. But, but
0: the pressure is on him to create because there's no one else in that team who will create. Well, so. nah, no, I don't,
1: I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think Matt Richie is, he's the hardest mm-hmm. working. Yeah, I, I, but the fair course, would say Matt Ritchie is probably the hardest worker in the Premier League. The stuff. Yeah, I but almost, that's not creative though. It's not. It's not. But he. But he does. It, 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 I always think that working hard should be
0: the bare minimum to... for a professional footballer well but it's not is it no, uh, not always.
1: but the thing is for me you, you look at you look at the way we play and unfortunately because the players Rafa has been a, you know allowed to sign we play a game of who fit from Dubravka up to Rondon who knocks it down into usually Perez or, or an opposing player or, or nine times out of ten, <laughs> an opposing player. And then it'll get switched out to the wing. Gatsu on one side, who's like a little Labrador puppy who has got the boundless energy of anything. But at the end of but it, no goes, goes yeah, he goes like foot overhead and yeah. off he goes. And on the other side, you've got Richie, who's a 29-year-old Scotsman who just wants the quiet life. Yeah, um, Who usually does get a ball swung in. To a Rondon who's been wrestled by four defenders, yeah. so it's not easy being a Newcastle fan at the minute.
0: No, um, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, Wolves—they're a bit inconsistent, which is understandable. But they've had a fa- considering the only came up last year, I think they've had a fantastic seventh. season. Fantastic season so far. I bet their fans are absolutely. Um, the three over points room.
1: under. Sorry. No. They are nine points under. Arsenal, which is a massive gap. Yeah, there's gap. a big gap between... But them, say, well, they were, but say they are next to Arsenal in the league well, table. They're top of the other league.
0: So you've got the yeah. top six who go off on their own most I mean, four
1: points above Watford. Five yeah. above
0: Everton. So they are. They're essentially top of the other league because we talk about the top six yeah. as being away off in their own little but world. But actually, what what Wolves it? are top of that other league. Was it? Five above Bournemouth, who, I mean, they've dropped, haven't they? But again, Bournemouth... To, to say Bournemouth... Uh, a standard Premier League club, is still a fantastic achievement. Yeah, I, I really agree.
1: And, uh, it'd be something that I would love to be able to say, but <laughs> such so, is
0: life. It is. Uh, so we've got a couple more games, noteworthy games uh, this weekend. A big one is happening on Sunday, Manchester City versus Chelsea. Yeah, i just got a few stats on that. Um, you
1: City, did... actually, sorry. No, oh, sorry. I, I'm trying to read the talk. <laughs> As a teacher, you think I'd be able Multita- to do that? Yeah, multitask. Uh, they've lost, City have lost 25... Um, games versus Chelsea which is more than any other club they've lost against oh, right. I so didn't that's know an that. interesting start um, but in, on the opposite side they've got the best home record in the league this yeah, season they have, yeah, yeah.
0: they're very strong uh,
1: at the Etihad the empty Had, sorry what yeah. should I call it the empty had?
0: Uh will it be empty on Sunday maybe I mean, I I mean empty seats
1: galore what is the and, 20, 20 something games a season at the, uh, the Etihad and 20 something is. of them are under well, maybe
0: if Everton and City got together like they were mocking up the badge
1: they might actually be able to
0: uh, fill a stadium maybe who have you gone? I think I think um, it's a tough i say it's a tough game to call if Chelsea turn up like they often do in big games the Arsenal game aside they could give City well, a game but do you not remember that game was it last season under Conte where they, Chelsea literally just sat in their own half for the whole yeah. game
1: and it finished I think it was 1-0 to City well let me just add this I'm, I'm going to give you two sides of the Chelsea uh, coin now mm. uh, Higuain has now scored 38 in 37 under sorry yeah which is in his he's second goal second
0: goal against Huddersfield was world class Morata's really not getting near yeah, that never mind scoring bad, it. you know not. what I mean <laughs> and
1: that's just Higuain I mean yeah he's 31 now he just scored but goals, he just goals with and, is, yeah. and he's going to do it uh, but on the other side they could equal a club Premier League record mm. in having failed to score in three consecutive away games that's interesting um, you know Hazard's been very very vocal in the press all the last mm. few weeks stemming from when con- uh, Oh, wrong, wrong, man. wrong manager. I get confused. It's easier Chelsea to get confused between <laughs> managers. When So came out and talked about his his qualities within the team and the dressing mm. room and whether he's a leader. A leader or, yeah. um, he's been very vocal. I think he's been interviewed pretty much every week. He's even since.
0: spoken about the fact that he's he's made this big decision, hasn't he? He's made, he's he's made a decision on his future, and and he knows where he's going. Only he knows what's happening next year. It's like. I mean, how could no, one no, 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 want more attention? Knows,
1: I know as well. He's going to stay at Chelsea because because the big Spanish clubs aren't going to be like I, no, I, keep. I think they'll want him. I think I think Real will go for him. I don't think really with the
0: form of uh, I was reading about sin. the form of uh, Jude. Yeah, he was saying this. I think it's more of an indictment on Bale. I think. Bale could end up leaving Real because he's having a poor time. But has he
1: never played that side. I mean, I know a available. I think good. he can. I think I think he's a quality
0: player. I think he'd thrive in the Spanish league the way he plays. It's a lot less dynamic. It's a, it's a lot less crunching tackles in the league. I think he'd do it even better over there. However, I thought Coutinho would do well over there. And I mean, it's a it's a debate for another time. But he's not pulling up trees. No. Um, I think it's an interesting one. I expect. City to win fairly comfortably if Chelsea can't go to the Emirates um, and put on a performance and lose quite comfortably to Arsenal chances are they're going to lose quite comfortably to City but but Chelsea have beaten City already this season they have
1: yeah Uh, another game uh, which it's nothing to do with the top of the table it's Arsenal they need to start getting these points on the board they need to keep uh, United at
0: bay don't they them and
1: Chelsea need to keep United at bay I mean they've lost four and drawn one in the last five away games mm. uh, seven away games in the Premier League Huddersfield Town have lost 11 in 12 you know what I mean so yes. this game they should be I mean I remember you saying last week about Chelsea being nervous about going to Huddersfield yeah, yeah. I mean, they, well, they blew it, them away it, yeah
0: it was a home game so um, yeah it yeah, was but they, they blew were, them away they were fans were nervous about that game because of what had gone before they blew them away it was probably the perfect team for Chelsea to play after the poor run of form I um, should have no
1: problem with that.
0: No, they shouldn't. No, I, I mean, Huddersfield, I know Sievert came out and said until it's mathematically impossible, they'll fight for survival. But managers have to say that. Huddersfield basically are down 13 mm. points from safety it's a, It's as easy as games come in the it is league.
1: Uh, in another game which affects me personally I'm hoping for a lovely 1-1 draw between Southampton and Cardiff I mean it could yeah. be a 7-7 draw for all I could. as long as it's a draw Yeah. Uh, Watford-Everton the
0: Marco Silva derby isn't yeah. it there's been a lot of needle between these two clubs um, since Everton tried to well they, well, they successfully um, unnerved and they turned Marco Silva's head which which in to the point where they had to sack him for it yeah well they didn't sack him straight away did they Watford went on a terrible run of form after that um, which obviously affected the way he did his job Um, Troy Deeney came out I mentioned this off mic to you the classy man that is Troy Deeney came out in the middle of the week with a few comments as he often does because he's quite outspoken tells it as it is Um, he came out and said that there's a lot of nice but he was asked about clubs that he admired in a fan type forum event and he said, there's a lot of fantastic employees at Everton. It's a fantastic run club, not the manager. So, clear, pointed dig at his former manager. Couldn't have left that alone. I wonder what uh,
1: what Ryan Fraser's face looked like after I just <laughs> uh, well, want yeah, to know. Whatever yeah, Did talks, I to so Fraser.
0: I know. Um, and then, but then he did rein in a little bit and said said that he didn't want the Watford fans to give Marco Silva any abuse because that would just rile Everton. It would give him more motivation. Well, he's just done that. He's just given Silver even more motivation. He he's attacked the manager of another club, so he's given him motivation. Uh, he said he doesn't want um, Watford fans to kind of rile Everton up. He wants the Watford players to be able to kick the um, the doo-doo. the doodoo out of Everton themselves without the fans. So basically, Marco's gonna back.
1: just get this short bit of clip where. Uh, he he's mentioned and just put that on just before the he's elect. gonna get he's
0: gonna get booed massively from the Watford fans. Whatever Dean says, he's gonna get booed massively
1: for the Watford from
0: the Watford fans. Everton and silver handled the whole situation awfully, and I mean I don't even like Big Sam, but the way they handled sacking Big Sam is that is that like a Liverpool
1: thing? Because what? I mean the way you handled VVD was oh it wasn't awful. good it wasn't good. Um, maybe maybe <laughs> might, might just be that <laughs> maybe. Um,
0: Let's go and see what Dealing's Trabia have. Yeah, well, I mean, let's just leave that under a yeah. rock. Um, um, and last well, the game I wanted to mention, yeah. and you mentioned off Mike was Spurs-Leicester. Um, it's another home game for Spurs. Uh, Leicester are, seem to be doing it, though, don't they? They're playing some really good football, and yet Puel is still not winning over the Leicester fans. They do not want him as their manager, and I do not get it. i watched them against... They were unlucky against United, really unlucky. Yeah. They Gea yeah. made some quality saves. They were probably unlucky against us was it, it not was to a re- win.
1: Re- remarkable saves, though. I think. Yeah. It was the hair of old.
0: But the argument Leicester fans would say is that it's only against the big teams. And again, that will be tested today. It's a tough game for them going away to North London. Spurs um, have just been buoyed by the news that Kane will be back a lot sooner. Yeah. Ali might be back sooner. Sons obviously stepping up to the plate. So things with the first 11 of Stein So look a little rosy, which was. I expect Spurs to win this. Um, they've won the last few games in unconvincing fashion Yeah, yeah. Uh, you could argue that will end soon because obviously it was a cock up by Dubravka yeah. um, after a fantastic defensive performance by Newcastle which and I then,
1: called mere three seconds yeah. I, we, we were actually recording at the time we were, if you were listening we. to us last week you'd have heard <laughs> us You mention it but we'd finished recording it and we went down and it was we turned the TV on and it was about three seconds. Three seconds. I looked up <laughs> and went the scoring here, and they did and they did. Is you just didn't predict that it was it would
0: come from a mistake from yeah. one of your most trusted players. And as I said,
1: him. you can't you can't really send any abuse towards the Bradford. You can say that was a shocking mistake. Yeah, but he's been one of our most so that Mali was players.
0: so that was one of three games. Uh, that, Spurs have won very fortuitously, a couple of late winners before that, so you could argue that's coming to an end. Uh, But I think Leicester play a game which I think will suit Spurs. Yeah, they play counter-attack, and I think they'll leave spacing behind. Um, Just mention quickly now that next week, uh, talking about Spurs being at home, obviously they're not technically at home, they're at Wembley, Uh, we're going to talk next week about the Spurs stadium issue because that seems to rear its head nearly every week. So we've, um, we've decided that'll be um, a segment on
1: its own next Absolutely. week, haven't we? Um, I, think, I think we're done with this week. I think we've covered everything. One notable. thing I would like to say is that um, uh, we had mentioned, I think, last week about I was trying to get some social media up, yeah. up and running. Um, and we are seeing um, the numbers of people listening, you know, slightly rise or, you know, yeah. which will really happen. But um, what we'd love you to do is if you could... Go and have a look at the uh, the Twitter account. Yeah, uh, and you know, let us know if you're listening. And oh, I'll
0: retweet the Twitter account on my yeah, personal. Yeah. I'll yeah. put it on Facebook as well. Um, there'll be some football chat on there. Obviously, Simon and I go on um, every now and again, so it might be Liverpool based, might be Newcastle based, it might just be generally Absolutely.
1: football based. So if you want to visit us, and, and again, if, if you are listening to us, give send us a tweet. Let us know where you're from, and let us know uh, what you like. You you argue like. with us. Argue yeah. with us. Debate. Give us you know if there's something you want to hear or you don't know, want to add to the show yeah uh, you know what what is this six this is our sixth episode so what you were, we're chopping we really want this to to continue so help us out but if you go to um at toners podcast yeah uh you'll find us there and we'd love to hear from you because uh the more we know interaction we know that you all don't agree with us
0: all the time we don't agree with each other all the time <laughs> and we'd like to hear from you argue with us if you think we're talking absolute rubbish tell us absolutely we want to get involved in debate I like we that wrong exactly well, same that's
1: why we're doing it we want football debate with proper football fans exactly and actually we could put if you know if you get in touch we could we can read it out and we can talk about it in yeah. next week's. um but I think all we need to say now is thank you very much for listening. I'd um, like to end on a point. I'd like to say happy oh. birthday to my co-host. Ah, thank you very happy much. Happy 29th. Thank I you. We'll finish on, a, a, on I, a nice... I'm proud to say that I get to see you hit 30 before I do, so uh, I know how not to do it. Thanks for that, cheers. Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> um, thank you once again. Uh, we would love to hear from you on the Twitter, and we will see you next week. And good luck to your teams this weekend. Absolutely.